Alright guys, welcome back to the 8th episode of Sandwich Speak Sports on the SNS Sports Network. I'm your host Samuel, and today's so we'll be looking at a questionable move the Pirates did by optioning their top prospect. And we'll also be talking about how confident are we in the Penguins and how far do we think they could go in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Alright guys, for the first segment today we'll talk about is the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, they didn't beat the New York Rangers this past Tuesday. Uh, but I think there's some positives to come out of this. Uh, they put up a better effort on Tuesday than they did, um, this past Friday, even though they didn't win, but I think there's some, uh, positives coming out of this, this recent matchup, uh, Tristan Jari had 23 saves. The only question is when we get to the postseason, are we going to get Regular season Tristan Jari, or are we going to get the postseason Tristan Jari from last year where he didn't look too good? He was letting a lot of goals by, and they got knocked out in the first round. Uh, my question is, is why do we keep putting Marcus Pedersen in the lineup when they just recently signed uh, Mark Friedman and... I don't know why, even though I, Pedersen's okay to me, I mean, I think there's some things that he does that's really good, but there are some times where penalties he takes are, like, questionable, and then, uh, I, I like the Ricard Raquel trade, I think it's really good, I think it helps Malkin on the second line, get some scoring, um, Jason Zucker looks like he's coming back soon. Uh, my real, my question is, where does uh, Jason Zucker fit? Does he go back to Malkin on the second line? Does it go with Zucker, Malkin, Raquel? Where does Dan Heinen go? Does he slide down to the third line? Uh, who gets scratched? Um... Uh, my other thing is, uh, what are they, when this, they acquired the, this Nathan Bell, Bellier, uh, they acquired from the Winnipeg Jets, uh, he, he's not going to be healthy until the playoffs, but do they slide him in? Like who gets replaced on that line on the defensive pairing? Because obviously you're not replacing uh, John Marino or Chris Letang or Brian Doolin. Those are t- or Mike Matheson because he's starting to look good. Uh, but who do you like if when this guy gets healthy? What pairing do you have to break up? Like does Pedersen get scratched a lot? Uh, does. Friedman gets scratched and this guy plays with uh, Marino or do you keep like where does this guy go when he's healthy uh, my other question is like do they bring up any of their prospects um, to help during this playoff run uh, do they bring up like a P.O. Joseph to help during the run Stanley Cup Finals to help them go far? Do they bring up like a Samuel Poulin or Nathan Legrig? I feel like those guys should be NHL ready soon. 
you like do one of them get put into the third or fourth line do you keep the bluger boil oil and who's on that other line i can never remember it's Bluger, Boyle, and I think it's uh, Zahorna. Do you keep that line together? Do you put uh, one of those young guys on there? Um, do they just keep those young guys down there, hope they can have them continue to develop? develop in the minor Wilkesbury Scranton, um... Yeah, do they like just? They're. I mean, they look good. I mean, there's positives coming out of this game, but uh, tonight the Penguins had 13 blocks, 32 hits, four penalty minutes. The one penalty they took, I didn't understand the Mike Matheson penalty. He was just protecting uh, Jake Gensel from getting hurt, so I didn't understand that penalty. Uh, they were one for three on the power play. They were zero for one on the penalty kill. They were 26 for 22 on face-offs. Uh, their next three games, I think, are against... They're against uh, playoff teams. I mean, you have Minnesota Wild. They just acquired Marc-Andre Fleury, and their goaltender's playing good. Uh, Colorado's good. Uh... And then they play Colorado again, but at home. So their next three games are pretty hard. But, uh, but I mean, there's positives. I mean, the only thing is, like, how far will this team go? Um, uh, I think I'm hoping they make it past to this. They'll eat. The, the Eastern is it Eastern Conference Finals? Like what are they? Are they Eastern Conference Finals still? But I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's some. I mean, I, the matchup might be the Rangers in the the first round. Um, I mean, they look good. I mean. Raquel looks like he's gonna fit fine with Malkin's line. Uh, the other, the defenseman they acquired from Winnipeg. I'm just curious. I'm like, where does he fit in when playoff time rolls around? And also, they honored Big Ben Roethlisberger, which I thought was a nice gesture. Uh, they seem like. Uh, they, they're looking fine. I'm just curious, like, if they bring up any of those young guys during, before the postseason starts. Um, obviously, they look, I mean, Sidney Crosby and Brian Boyle scored the two goals, obviously. Uh... before I, I didn't understand the Mike Matheson penalty. He was just protecting Jake Gensel. And so 
I thought it was cool that they honored Big Ben. They wore number seven jerseys during warm-up. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious on what the postseason lineup's going to look like. Because obviously, and Brock McGinn, like, what is, where does Brock McGinn fit in when he comes back from his injury? Because, I mean, the Penguins are going to be deep going into the playoffs, but it's just uh, about where does, who, what line does everybody go on? Like, who does Brock, like, does Brock McGinn go back on that third line? Or does he slide down to the fourth line? Like, like also, where does Casper and go? Does he stay with Carter? Because he looks like he's having chemistry with him. Does he, uh, Evan Rodriguez get side down to the third line? Because I thought, uh, I don't understand the, why isn't Brian Rust back up on the first line with Sidney Crosby and Jake Gensel? Because I thought once they acquired Raquel, I thought, that was gonna be, that first line was gonna be repaired. Why is he still on the second line with Malkin and Raquel? I, even though he's had chemistry with Raquel Malkin, I I thought the point was to bump him back up to the first line and have that line be repaired. But again, like I understand, like. Like, I thought maybe, do you, like, you keep also, like, do you put McGinn, Kapanen, and Carter, like, keep that your third line, and then make it, like, Brian Boyle Bluger, your, uh, or Heinen, Brian Boyle Bluger, your fourth line, line. And then you just option Zahorna or he scratches Zahorna during the playoffs. Or the other thing is, like, what are they with Chad Ruiel when this uh, Nathan, uh, the Nathan Bellu, the guy they acquired from the Winnipeg Jets, like, what do they do during playoffs? Like, how's your defense pairing look like? Are you going to keep Marina Matheson together? Obviously, the only uh, pairing you can't touch is Dumoulin Latang. Because those are your top pair. But what do you do with like Pedersen, Ruedel, and Friedman? Like who gets the playing time whenever the get Nathan Bellu comes to play? And then when playoff time comes around, like what Tristan Jari are you going to get? Are you going to get playoff? Tristan Joy from last year where it's like he looked terrible. And also, like, do you trust this Smith as your backup, even though they didn't trade it for anybody? But, or do you bring up that Domingue guy they have down in Wilkesbury and see if he works out, out for them? All right, that concludes this Penguins segment. If you didn't know, I'm a Penguins fan too, even though sometimes I don't talk about uh, hockey on here. All right, guys, now for the Pirates segment. They made a questionable move today. They optioned O'Neill Cruz to AAA. Now, this move I don't understand. 
because if the Pirates want to get butts and seats in PNC Park, they should have this guy on their opening day roster. Because this guy is interesting to watch. During spring training, he's had, he's hitting, what, like four home runs and all super long. But I don't understand that. Okay, well, now Cabrian Hayes is injured. Who knows if he's going to be healthy for uh, the opening day roster. He's hitting, he went and five for 15 with two home runs on this. And this move just doesn't make any sense if you want to put butts in uh, the seats to watch um, people play which I don't get, like, what they're doing. I mean, they're still fighting. I mean, there's what? I don't know how many weeks until spring training's done because the season starts April 7th, and the opening day roster has to be, what, released in a couple of weeks before they break to go to St. Louis. But the O'Neill Cruz optioning I didn't get and the Contreras is one is interesting too because I guess who's gonna be your starting rotation Asian uh uh I'm on pirates.com and this per, this dude this uh somebody's predicting their opening day roster and he has Roberto Perez and Michael Perez. Michael Perez, I wouldn't be surprised if makes the roster because to back up Roberto Perez because he was on the roster last year, so he has some experience. Uh, he the designate hitter is a new thing, so we're gonna have Sasugo and Vogel back. I can see make they're definitely making the roster because. They let uh, Colin Moran go and sign Sasugo, so that's definitely the first. They just brought, during spring training, they brought in Vogel back to be the DH and first baseman. So now they have two uh, Cole Tucker and Michael Chavis uh, as your second baseman. Um, I could see that. I mean, Chavis is looking good during spring training. Cole Tucker, I could see definitely making. I mean, they could use him like as a utility person where he just plays all these different positions. I also feel like they're not giving up on him because he is a first-round pick. So, uh, shortstop Newman and Tucker. I I don't know why Cruz got optioned. I guess they don't think Cruz is ready to be in the big leagues yet. Also, he was in left field, so I thought maybe if they didn't keep him at short, they're going to test him in left, and it seems like he played fine in the, the outfield. Hayes, obviously, will be the third baseman, but now with the injury he suffered, during spring training, like, who is now going to be this third baseman if he isn't healthy or if he's not clear yet to play? Hey. Uh, 
left field Ben Gamble. Not a surprise. I mean, who else is going to play left? I mean, Tucker could be a guy that rotates. And the Belage Meredith is an interesting one. I don't know why he's not considered as just like a bench bat or an outfielder. But Ben Gamble being in left field, that's not a surprise. He was there last year. Uh, Brian Reynolds at center, that's not a surprise. Obviously, he's the only all-star player on the team. I mean, what else do they want? I mean, they didn't go out and sign it. Uh, right field, Greg Allen and Anthony Alford, uh, that's not a surprise. I mean, Greg Allen, they claimed off waivers from the Yankees, and it seems like he's doing really good. He has, what, during spring, three hits, two home ooh, ooh home runs, no, two walks, four IBIs, and one steal during spring training. Uh, the utility man, Hoy Park, yeah, it's not a surprise. I mean, he can play, what, all over the diamond? Or all over the infield, I think, because he can play what shortstop, third base, second base, left field, center field. Like he can play all over the place. Uh, the starting rotations were like I'm curious. Like why didn't Contreras uh, make the opening day rotation? I mean, right now this person's predicting on Pirates.com the starting or pitching will be Mitch Keller, which who looked nice. Uh, it looks like he's uh, looking like a top rotation arm. Like he's throwing 100 miles per hour. Uh, so yeah, he is Mitch Keller. Uh, the free agent signing Jose Quintana. Anna, JT Brubaker, Will Crow, and Zach Thompson. Uh, Quintana and Thompson, from what I saw in the one time I watched them, they did not look good. Uh, Quintana let, like, what, eight runs, six runs on him? And Zach Thompson kept getting, like, it looked like pass balls and stuff on him. But they did acquire him from the Marlins to be an opening day rotation and then in the, he is in the bullpen, David Bednar, who should be a closer because he looks good at, at last year at that role. Heath Hembray, a guy they signed in the right, like in the second week of spring training. Uh, Dwayne Underwood Jr., who was in the bullpen last year, Anthony Bandana. Chris Stratton, who should be the setup man to David Bednar for the eighth inning. Sam Howard, Howard looked good last year. Bryce Wilson was a surprise to me of not making the starting rotation because I feel like he should be in the starting rotation. He looks like he has some starting rotation stuff. Will Crow, I feel like, should be in the bullpen uh, Dylan Peters, uh, he looked for the t one game I watched, uh, the t one time I saw him, he looked okay. Hey, 
Hey, Timmy, he, he looks like a nice bullpen arm. Uh, Adonis Medina. Uh, I is he somebody they claimed off waivers or something to date? Because I haven't got to see him pitch yet. And then Aaron Fletcher, I thought he looked good. And he looks like he could be a nice bullpen. Uh, the other one, the interesting was, is that Max Cranick or Luis Oviedo or Miguel Yahari are interesting ones. Because, like, what do they do with them? Do they... Oviedo, I want to know if he's still classified as a uh, Rule Five draft pick. Where they do they have do they still have to keep him on their major league roster, or can they option him to uh, option him to Triple A to develop? Miguel Yahari is an interesting one. Like, why isn't he? talked about being a part of the opening day roster rotation. So I feel like you could go Keller, Brubaker, uh, Quintana, uh, Yohuri, uh Kranich looked like he could fit here, and then put like Crow, Thompson, in the bullpen, and then have your bullpen as... Uh, as um, Dwayne Underwood Jr., Cranick. Uh, uh, the other guy interesting is Blake Cedarland's not even mentioned here yet. So Blake Cedarland's another guy that could be added to the bullpen. You could option like Dylan Peters to the uh, triple A or something. But. Yeah, Bryce Wilson, I feel like, could be a starter. Even uh, Bryce Wilson's another guy that you could throw up in the starting rotation. Uh, Brian Reynolds is going to need some help. Like, he can't just be the only center fielder. Like, who's going to play center field on his off days? Like, are you going to have, uh, like, Tucker go out to left or center field and play? Hey, but the O'Neill Cruz one I think is very strange because if they want to put like butts in their seats at PNC Park, you want to have like him. At, like I feel like he would be a guy you could put, but Derek, he's gonna be an interesting prospect to watch for years to come. Like is he gonna? Are we gonna have to wait till like May or something to watch him? Because you have some guys that are gonna be due to come up this year, too. Like he's one of them. Uh, Nick Gonzalez is gonna be another one. Uh, Contreras, you is gonna Ronzi Contreras is gonna be another one. Uh, Paguero, I. Pretty sure we won't see until 2023 next. Matt Frazier is going to be an interesting one to watch. Like, I don't know why. I feel like Matt Frazier would be a nice backup outfielder. Like a nice Travis Swaggerty is going to be an interesting one. 
you hurry is obviously ready. We saw it last year. G1 Bay is an interesting one. He's due to Diego Castillo's due to come up. Uh, Jared Trilo, he apparently is, he's 24 years old, but he's sitting at single A. Why is he not MLB ready yet? Because it seems like he is done, he's been down in their system for a while. I guess because he's 24 years old. Uh, Smith and Jigba is ready to come up. Martin, I'm surprised, didn't make the the opening day roster. Be, or I'm surprised he's not considered to make the open day roster because they have nobody as a backup for first base. I mean, are they counting Vogelbach as a backup first baseman? Uh, Marcano... Um, Tukapita Marcano, I'm surprised. I guess they want to see him continue to develop down there. There, uh, some of these guys I'm questioning, like why weren't they ch- optioned up one? Uh, Castro is another interesting one. Like why wasn't he option considered for like a position, like a second base, third base, like an, a f- position to be on? The uh, may, opening day roster. Sawinski, I feel it could be a nice bench bat to have. Have uh, Najne Thomas, I could see them possibly bumping him up the double way this year. Depends on like how well he does. Has. Or how well he pitches. Apparently he struggled last year a little bit. Cal Mitchell, I don't know why he wasn't considered as like a bat rotational outfielder. Castro, Rodolfo Castro, not was surprised that he wasn't considered for a like a rotation infielder. Uh, Kyle Nicholas, the guy they acquired from the. Marlins, I feel like we might, they want to see how well he does in the system. Burroughs looked good during spring. Uh, Swaggerty, I guess they want to see if the shoulder holds up before they bring him up. Are they going to like let him play a couple of games down in Indian triple A? To see if he can stay healthy. Uh, but I don't know, like, why aren't we, why didn't, like, some of these prospects get considered to be at least looked at for the AAA or the, the opening day roster? Because I feel like they need to get as much, like, they want to get some of these guys some MLB experience, even uh, 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 having them develop would be having them develop, I guess, done, then see like how well their development is going before they uh, say, hey, 
uh, Ore to bring you up and then see if you can make an impact. But I feel like if they want to get butts in the seats, why not bring up some of the guys that we want to see, like a O'Neill Cruz, a uh, Nick Gonzalez, a Ronsi Contreras, a Matt Frazier, a Travis Fagate, to at least see, like, uh, how, like, take, at least we get some glimpse of the future. Future. Alright, guys, that concludes this episode of Santa Speak Sports. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at sans.sports. Make sure you follow us on our Twitter page. It is Sans Sports Pod. Uh, also, make sure you keep an eye out for. Uh, uh, the third episode of Nothing But NBA with Sal. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Good night.